I guess um, the million dollar question for someone like you is what do you think are tangible pathways forward to work on this multifaceted and highly complex problem that involves multiple systems and perhaps people contributing towards it without even consciously knowing they're doing so? Yeah, that's a that's a hell of a, of a question. Yeah, so I think um, there there is one thought that I have that's like, you don't need to change people's minds to change their behavior. You can you can do it with good governance. Like that's the the point of a government is to help everybody do better without detracting from meaningfully from everybody's lives. Like raise all the boats, all these whatever these phrases people the kids are are loving nowadays. <laughs> um, Well, I guess I should uh, ask first and foremost, um, do you want to give a little introduction to yourself, plug your, your sites and uh, where people can find you and uh, enjoy your premium content? Sure, sure. So my name is Raleigh Williams and I have a dog who is oh, hell yeah. just pleased as punch to be live. Um, but uh, I, I have a show on YouTube called Climate Town. Um, and just to, just to get a clean slate, that's Climate Town. Um, hang on one sec. Howdy. Cool it. Cool it, bro. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Sorry. Um, um, see, my dog, yeah. would not, my dog would not be quiet if I, that's all I did. I would need food or something else to get there. It is a full coin flip whether she's quiet or not after I say cool it. But, uh, you know, one of these days I'm going to teach her that, what that command actually means. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you go to uh, youtube.com, I'm, uh, I'm Climate Town on there. Uh, we also have a small little presence on uh, Instagram and TikTok and Twitter, but most of, our, most of our shit is on YouTube right now. And good shit it is. Uh, oh, I, thank you. I, I've, been, uh, I've been a fan for a while. You're actually one of the most requested people that my audience has asked me to interview. Uh, really? Is, that's saying something. Yeah, I've 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 knocked a couple wow. of the other ones off, but that includes people like Slavoj Žižek and like you know uh, Marianne Williamson or like you know AOC. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like you got to talk the about big Williams. three. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, and climate down. Um, yeah. Well, what made you want to start YouTubing? Um, yeah, the the pandemic kind of got. Well, you know what? That's not true. So I I have another life on youtube as a billiards guy so i love pool it's my favorite thing in the world um and so i actually started as a a a pool youtuber and i have a couple of billiard oriented video series one is called your average pool player and the other is called from average to good and one is like i try to recreate these famous old shots that these you know like hot shit pool players were able to do on the first try in like a big tournament and i see how many tries it takes me to recreate it and then my other series i just like go around and get my ass absolutely walloped as the kids say by (laughs) pro pool players and um then they kind of like teach me how to be better let me play another match at the end and then uh I either do better or I edit it to make it look like I did better. Oh, nice! Um, With uh, exciting yeah. dubstep music and everything too, as you like do little some Hollywood magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's like you've seen them before because I do have one. There is one moment where I threw some dubstep in there at one point. <laughs> I was, um, I was but yeah. So that. Go well, I was going to ask: Does does that mean that you're what they call a shark, as in someone who's? 
Yeah, I mean, I could kick anyone's ass that you know, for sure, yeah. at pool. Yeah. And okay. fighting. I'm very strong. <laughs> no, uh, no just, just the pool. I would, I would uh, be turned inside out mercilessly by even a, a large child. Um, no, I, yeah, I'm, I'm very good at, at pool for a, a novice, I think. Mm -hmm. So, like, I mean, the pros, I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, carry the, the stick bag of a pro. Which is a, I guess a, I guess that's a real thing, a stick bag, a, yeah, I guess stick, a bag where they would put their sticks, sure. Um, but yeah, I, I could go to a bar, and I kind of do. This is like one way I like to unwind. I'll just go to a bar and just win as many games in a row as I can. Oh, wow. um, and and it's, I I enjoy it. I think there's a certain you know, it's 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 a little bit of a bad faith effort because I'm just pretending that I'm just, you know, like a normal pool enthusiast and not a guy who's like spent 100 hours editing videos about pool. <laughs> but anyway, that's how I got into YouTube. So Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, and then, that and then was... how did Climate Town evolve from that? Yeah, so then I was doing that as part as like a part-time job, the billiards thing, and then I had a comedy show in Manhattan that was called An Inconvenient Talk Show where I played Al Gore, like kind of like a drunk strung out kind of Al Gore version, <laughs> and I would have on comedians who would do, you know, stand up and and sketches and stuff, but in order to get a spot at this particular theater, we had to also have you know, like some kind of educational value to the show. So I was like, oh, I'll just bring on climate scientists and interview them in character as Al Gore and just kind of make fun of them. And <laughs> after enough episodes, it was a really fun show. And climate scientists were surprisingly easy to get a hold of because they're just like, no one will, no one is listening to them. Oh, man, that's <laughs> They've sad. been saying the same thing. Yeah, I know, I know. It's, <laughs> it's really horrible. Sad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so they were like, every time I would, I would, I would be like, hey, do you want to, this is going to sound weird, but do you want to like come to a comedy show and get interviewed by a, like me in character as Al Gore? And they're like, of course, when, where is it? I'll be there. Hell yeah. And so, yeah, because they're, they're, they're cool people. They, you know, they get it. And so we'd go to the bar after the show. They do great on the show. You know, like they, they hit the ball back. They're very funny. Um, and then we'd go out to the bar afterwards and then we'd just be like, you know, having a beer. And then inevitably people would be like, so like, we're gonna be all right, right? Like climate change isn't gonna <laughs> fuck us too hard. And they would, and they'd be like, uh-uh. <laughs> like we, we are in trouble, my friend. And so, and like, yeah, that, that six or seven months in a row of that exact same thing, I was like, okay, this is actually a pretty big problem. How long ago was that? Because like I, I feel now, if you were to do that same premise, it might be harder since people have such like existential dread about climate change. Like I don't find I can even talk about it for a certain extent. Where before people are like, you know, for my own mental health, I just got to bow out. I gotta, I can't talk about this right now, kind of thing. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was this was not too long ago. It's like 2018, 2019. Okay. And um, and then uh, in about in 2019, I had heard enough, you know, kind of fr- from the horse's mouth, so to speak, that about how big of a problem this was. That I thought, okay, I'll just I'll go back to school. I'll go to grad school to make my comedy show a little better. Like. I, I've been nibbling around the edges of like what Wikipedia. Thank you very much. It only, it only cost me seventy thousand dollars in student loans. So that what? was yeah. It was <laughs> it was. It's like a three thousand dollar degree here in Canada. Uh, I know, I know. Look, if you if you want to if you want to list the problems that America has, college degrees being seventy k doesn't even crack the top a hundred problems we have. Fair. So like you gotta pull a number, man. We gotta get in line. Um, <laughs> no, but this. So so I went back and got the the degree, and then I was doing my comedy show, and then the pandemic hit, and so I was like, I'll just make the show into a YouTube series, and that's where Climate Town came from. And I noticed, like, unlike a lot of the other, not just popular, but you know, climate based channels, yours does deal a lot with comedy. Uh, like it's clearly a useful tool to you to be able to impart some of the, I assume is usually pretty dark uh, content. Uh, I'm assuming this is with intense since hearing how the whole show evolved and that this is basically where you found your niche. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I, I kind of think of my channel for better or worse as a comedy channel that just happens to be about climate change instead of the other way around. I think there's a there's a tendency to like like try to make climate change funny and I think that's kind of the wrong order of operations. I think it's like make a funny video and find a funny premise and like have it be about climate change. A little bit like how John Oliver can make like you know the taxation routes in Lithuania he makes it funny by like yeah. finding the jokes within it, um, and and yet like that's not by itself like an inherently funny topic in any way. Um, and so I think that's like just like a lot of careful studying of of his shtick. I've tried to like you know figure out what I can learn from him to to use it in the channel. Do you think any of your peers are irresponsible in the way they do the same kind of content? Like, you don't, you don't, yes, you don't and have to I'm willing name, I'm, to name names. Yeah, yes. I will. <laughs> Spill I the will. tea. <laughs> <laughs> but not just, I don't just mean on YouTube, by the way. I just mean in general in terms of translating scientific information to the general public because i feel with climate change like so much of this has been oh uh we've known this for a very long time very long time and then it's like okay so we're finally going to do something about it right it's like kind of we're going to set unrealistic goals and ones that we can push further later or maybe just get out of we'll we'll, you know we'll figure it out we have we have at least enough time to have time later to to figure it out that's that's what we know right um yeah (laughs) and then Obviously, you know, you can get into later about um, the, the cover up that's done by special interest groups or, or corporate lobbyists or energy companies or stuff like that. Um, but what do you think or what would you want to see change in terms of the way people discuss climate change, even normies or everyday people? Um, yeah, it's a good question. I guess like I think in in relation to like how I see other climate communicators, talking about it i don't i don't have a lot of notes for them i think they're doing a great job i think like basically the idea is to get a lot more people talking about it 
and any way anyone wants to address it is like I playing with house money, I think. It's like it's like already a win that people are interested in making any kind of content about climate change, which is like a subject that just doesn't get a lot of heat at the moment. Um or or like the press that it does get is like, uh oh, we're totally fucked now. <laughs> like but first, can apples kill you? Like, the five. And it's just like, what the fuck are we doing? Um, so, yes, I think, like, it's it's all, all gravy in the Navy in terms of other um, communicators trying to talk about it. And, of course, everyone's, like, got to talk about it in their own way, in their own style. Um, you know, more power to them. But the I apocalyptic think, stuff, do you feel like that's like is oh, that's one of the complaints yeah. I often hear from you know progressives or, or people who are you know on the other side of the political aisle, that kind of stuff? Uh, yeah, is, is, is that is that also just as damaging if people are just like we're all gonna die, Ken Brockman style? <laughs> um, I don't, I don't think it's it's helpful. I don't think like apocalyptic messaging is terribly helpful because if it's true if we're all gonna die then like it's a waste of time it's a foregone conclusion so then like what do you 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 might as well do something else and 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 talk about anything else um i don't think it motivates people very well and so like yeah i i guess if like sometimes i do see this sort of drop out because we're already boned kind of like themes percolating and i don't think those are terribly helpful but i think probably the path to thinking about climate change more frequently and deeply leads through some incorrect apocalyptic takes you know like probably in order to get everybody thinking about it if you if your personal journey leads through you needing to like atone with your imminent death and and may, maybe it is positive to think about it that way. I don't personally find it very motivating or helpful or useful. So I don't talk about it like that. And I, like, I'm trying to study what actually gets through to people. And it doesn't seem like, you know, like, polar bears are dying, you're dying, we're all dead, so who cares? That doesn't seem very useful. So I don't, I don't like, trade in that kind of methodology. But, you know... Maybe I'm wrong. I, I could be wrong about what's helpful, what's useful, and so like I'm not gonna tell people how to communicate. Well, what helps me is believing in um, multiverse theory, and then just thinking. Oh about shit! That. Yeah. <laughs> there is a universe where we nail it, <laughs> and yeah. and we can get there somehow. We'll figure out how to travel between the multiverse, and then we'll be able to find the better timeline. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> that's how we get through. Um, Truly. What did you find the most uh, entertaining or artistically fulfilling when you're doing the, these kind of videos? Because like there's there's ones where you go after some companies so perfectly and aggressively that I'm like, oh, that must feel good. That feels like it's like cathartic. You can kind of see like a you know look look at how much this energy company lied over the years, right, to to cover this up. Um, what what for you is is basically like the, the best videos or the best topics? Yeah. So I, I mean, I certainly like uh, when there's an obvious villain and an obvious like bit of corporate malfeasance or cover up or sabotage or something. And then you find just the perfect internal document 
that just is the smokingest gun. I love that. And I, I also like, there's even a feeling that I get when I'm like, just looking through the 40th PDF file of like a, some yellowed photocopied microfiched like document dump. And then finally I'll find this, this thing that like says the perfect thing. And I'm just like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Like got you, you know, it just feels, <laughs> it feels incredible. And like, so, so that's journalism, I have a, isn't it? Yeah. Like that's where, that's where you cross over from being an entertainer to a journalist. If you're actually uncovering things that other people hadn't found yet, that's like, I mean, that's an investigation by definition, right? You were, in, you were investigating. I, so that's, that is, um, I think I, I am whatever the step right before like a mm -hmm. real investigative journalist is because I'm not like going to the estate of some right, right. DuPont executive's widow and like <laughs> getting the document. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I'm just, uh, I'm pulling from sources that actual real journalists have like developed. I mean, honestly, the reason why I love that finding that pdf is because i know it's gonna make for a really good correct and entertaining and comedic moment so like i think whereas a journalist would be like got you sucker you're going away for a long time that big <laughs> scoop is cracked you know? but for me it's just like oh fuck yeah this is gonna make somebody in you know ottawa just like so happy to watch um so yeah That's maybe really like funny. motivation being a little different i think but no i you know like there are actual journalists doing the real yeoman's work here and i am just riding on their little sidecar to like you know i'm the robin to their bad man going just like Who whoopee <laughs> we did it you know like way to go bam zing um yeah what uh what's challenging like do, do you find the whole thing overwhelming i know some people these days even people who deal in news are like it's getting harder and harder it seems either either the mm. algorithms and the ais are not doing the, the thing they were said to do which is make us better <laughs> or happier mm. or something's going on you know <laughs> we gotta get the ais to fight the algorithms yes like we gotta turn these boys against each other that is the solution that, see this this is a prescriptive uh, uh, statement and stream. We're not just complaining about the world. We're like, hey, here's how you fix right. it. Get the AIs yeah. to all battle each other for supremacy. Right. How could that turn here's out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you you fix it by having a fundamental misunderstanding of what algorithms and AIs are, and <laughs> <Yeah>. then <laughs> a sloppy slapdash first thought concept that doesn't hold up under five seconds of scrutiny. This is the solution. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's, what's challenging? I think it's the, I think it's like actually shaping a really compelling story that is true. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think, cause I, I watch all the, like these fucking dipshit ass, like right wing, <laughs> I don't know, these hacks, you know, like. Yeah. Uh, putting together sort of video essay arguments that like, well, they will pull some document here and like kind of cherry pick stuff there. And it's like, I'm terrified. Like I, I refuse to put a video out that crosses that line. And so it just makes me put content out less frequently. You know, I like, like I think the like thing, Oh God. 
well, I was just going to say the burden of proof is so much higher, I, I feel. Like, I, I, I'll watch uh, someone like, you know, Tim Pool who makes five or six videos a day, uh, and they are <laughs> m mostly factually incorrect and issuing no retractions to the zero takedowns. And then there's other people like yourself, for example. It takes, like, three or four weeks to put out one of those videos because it's like, well, we had to, like, actually do research and dot the I's and make sure that this happened mm. and is, is real. Maybe, like, it's like, call not, it's, three experts, yeah. Right. It's, it's, not, it's not just, like, your feelings. You're not just turning the camera mm. on and, and talking for three hours about, well, here's what I think is the science behind the matter, right? Even though, right. I guess, in that case, you would actually have some more... Uh, training than, than he does but either way no i probably I, I, you're saying. I mean to uh, quote the great philosopher uh benjamin shapiro the facts don't care about your feelings you know and like i i hate that he coined that term because that's all he does like it's all <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of i feelings. mean whatever it is yeah, it is a surplus yeah. and, of feelings and, sure but and and uh yeah i think there's some other there's a there's an actually good quote that's like the truth the a lie can get halfway around the world before the truth has time to put its boots on mm -hmm. i think that's i think that's like fucking mark twain or some shit i don't know some 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 like dude said that i think uh but yeah it's totally true it it, it just takes so goddamn long to make sure you're right and then oh oh i got this wrong i need to re-record this Re-edit yeah. this segment. Yeah, like find some, you know, like re know, it's re just like that. The video sometimes <laughs> wait for monetization, if ever. Yeah, if, you know, yeah. No, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I've never like pulled the video, but certainly like, like I send it to a couple of people who are experts, like to watch back to be like, mm -hmm. did I get anything wrong? And then they'll be like, actually, yeah, like this. Like, th this didn't actually happen at this time. It happened later. And so I'll have to, like, okay, pull it down, read, you know. It, it's just, like, it's, it's, a, it's a slog. And, but I think that's the challenge, but that's also the job. You're, like, you've mm -hmm. got to be right and you've got to be smart about it. And I'd rather be right and, and, like, take a while to put a video out than, like, wrong and putting content out once a day or five times a day. I guess um, the million dollar question for someone like you is what do you think are tangible pathways forward to work on this multifaceted and highly complex problem that involves multiple systems and perhaps people contributing towards it without even consciously knowing they're doing so? Yeah, that's a, that's a hell of a, of a question. Yeah, so I think um, there, there is one thought that I have that's like you don't need to change people's minds to change their behavior you can you can do it with good governance like that's the the point of a government is to help everybody do better without detracting from meaningfully from everybody's lives like raise all the boats all these whatever these phrases people the kids are are loving nowadays <laughs> um and i think part of that for me is like i went to school to learn all this shit and I like stayed up nights and weekends, like writing essays and, and reading old shitty books. Not shitty. They were fine. I don't know why I'm <laughs> taking my anger out on books right now. <laughs> like, just, no wrong. just say something about books, okay? <laughs> what did books do um, to you? Yeah. Uh, my, my parents were killed by a pile of books. <laughs> um, 
no, it's like I, I learned a lot of stuff that I found really compelling and it's it was uh, difficult to find and internalize, but the information is important. And so I, I think like people, given the information and the context of that information, will make the right decision. And I think that's true almost across the board. And I think we've seen it happen. And, and I think like the rapid uh, precipitation of uh, gay rights and women's rights and, you know, a, a handful of other policy changes, like we see these, these hit the zeitgeist and then they change fast. And I think once people really understand what's going on, like just, just given the information, they make the right choice. And I want to be on the supply side of the information because like the the thing that i like to do is give people information in kind of a fun way and uh yeah so that's that's i think where like the place that i sit in the equation and then i think every like like everybody else sits in either either the place the same place as me or like other places up or down the ladder and sometimes that's like oh somebody might be really good live. So maybe they would like, hey, I'm going to go to a, a town council meeting. I'm going to like organize. So maybe somebody's really good at organizing. So they're going to organize. Maybe some people are really good at like executing perfectly when given like the right instruction. So that's maybe their angle and like maybe helping people find where they slot in to try to make good governance happen. Is there any, um, technology that excites you like how everyone was pretty much like wait cold fusion it's not just in sci-fi uh, we're gonna we're gonna have it soon <laughs> yeah um so i certainly think like oh there's like a lot of potential for smart grid technology and like actually having people because at the at the core of it it's like an energy systems problem but energy systems are boring as hell so like how do we get people to, you know, like make the right energy choices? Um, and so, like, I think there's some there's some tech coming up through the pipes uh, in the smart grid world. Um, I think there is a really interesting cultural shift happening in like urban planning. Mm -hmm. Like, it's wild that there's like uh, there are ten close to a million subscriber YouTube channels that are all about urban planning. So like people like Not Just Bikes and City Beautiful, like these are these are topics that should not be in, interesting and sexy, but these these people are making them really interesting and sexy. Sexy especially. Quote me on that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's a, what a weird pull quote. <laughs> Specifically asked to be quoted. Sexy. Um, well, it's funny. Yeah. The number one uh, question I've actually been asked multiple times by both of the chats is, are you related to Cody Johnson? And oh, I was like, no. Yeah, speaking of sex, But I Cody love Johnson. that guy. Yeah, oh, I mean, big he's, he's, hunk he's of the dude. Sex, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's the dude. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I love that guy. I think he's like, I think he, the whole, him and Katie Stoll, I think is like, they're kind of, they, they, it seems like that's the squad. And then they've got like a handful of really smart ass people working for them. Like, mm -hmm. They're they're fantastic. I'm I'm not related, but if I found out I was, I it would it would be like if a 
you know, an East Coaster found out they were related to Kate Middleton. You know, it would just be like, oh, I did it, you know? Like, I would feel some sort of personal victory there. Well, make it happen, science. Uh, we need to yeah. know the truth. Go back and insert the DNA. No, I don't know how to, how to make that happen. Um, one thing I did want to ask you, there's been a lot of criticism uh, I've seen about let's just say what I've always considered very well to do and very talented um, either creators or, or sites uh, in a nutshell, for example, has been getting a lot of this lately. Uh, as oh well. yeah. Kirkstagat. Kirkstagat. Right? Yeah. Kirkstagat. Yeah. Um, in, and they're not the only ones. There's, there's also um, even old legends. I forget the name of that British BBC host who does uh, David Attenborough. <laughs> David Attenborough. He's, uh, he's been, yeah. Tigers. <laughs> Watch yeah. out! <laughs> the two <laughs> little lambs were walking. Yeah, <laughs> but they've been both. I've both seen recent criticisms uh, of of kind of like it seems as if people are relying on models that aren't realistic to try and say that hey we're going to be fine because we have more electric power now than we ever have before and we've manufactured mm. and made electrical panels uh, so much cheaper and, and look at all the the how much more electricity we can generate. You know, and if we keep scaling this up, we should be able to slowly work the whole thing out, even though it's like, yeah. Um, do you think those are fair? Do you think those people, because they're well-to-do in other ways, but may have this kind of like, oh, this episode seems kind of sponsored by something, Think Tank, you know, or whatever the case may be. Do you, do you think, um, like, is, is that fundamentally incorrect to even promote that kind of... It's a good question. Scaling? I think, um, yeah, I think... So the biggest variable, the biggest unknown is not like what the tech price is going to be or like where the electrical circuitry, like where we're going to mine the lithium or whatever. Um, or I guess mine the cobalt lithium is a salt. So. But although there's some <laughs> mining, whatever, it doesn't um, the, uh, the biggest unknown is what people will decide to do, like what the political will of the globe will galvanize and and like so they could very well be correct if a lot of people wake up in the next couple of years and are like oh wait a minute we had better make some changes in our policy um it doesn't appear to me that the change is happening that quickly mm -hmm. so i think from from that perspective i think like this idea that we are on some kind of path to success and so we don't have to keep our eye on the ball, I think that is, uh, that seems unlikely to me. Mm -hmm. But the idea that we are fucked whatever we do, that's also, I don't think that's, that's not a, a foregone conclusion. Mm -hmm. So I think in the way that like Kirkstagatz, in a nutshell, has taught people about like, nuclear energy is actually very safe and um you know here's how like CRISPR works and and david attenborough teaching people that like i guess the film crews are heartless for not saving the baby elephant when it's like walking the wrong direction <laughs> that <laughs> fucked me up man when, the, when they're like uh-oh the true. elephant was going the wrong way following his mom's footsteps the wrong way into the desert it's like go and fucking tell it turn it around what are you doing it's an elephant you asshole like, we cannot interfere with the process <laughs> you know like, fucking star trek ass crime yeah, directive made up rules like, what are you doing yeah Just i know send it to america my god we'll 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 cherish it 
True. Um, true. He was canceled. Or we'll just like for stick that. it in. <laughs> What was he? Can- was he canceled for something? I don't. He think I no, he wasn't canceled. Well, he actually came out recently and made a statement. And this is just one of those examples of you can't please some people. But he came out and made a statement saying, "I I should have identified this more, but capitalism plays a very large part into why so much of uh, the systems that are being exacerbated and mm. us being able to do something is made possible." I'm coming out to say that that we need to do something else in order to not have you know climate change happen the way it is, right? And half the people were like. He's a communist, uh, and the other half uh, were pretty much straight up like, "Oh, what? So now you say something is right?" <laughs> I was like, "I, I think he's got a lifetime of dedication to teaching uh, and conveying information on the natural world." I, I, I like, I'm, we gotta humble ourselves before giants sometimes, you know. I mean, the guy, yeah. he's a legend. I, I, I'm with you though. He did, he fucked me up with the baby elephant. <laughs> I can't, dude. Can't that, that one out. Y- yeah. y- y- you know that exact thing, right? Like I, you can, I can see that like that top image. down shot of like, yeah. it, oh god, <laughs> woof. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think, I think, um, I think again, it's kind of like the more people talking about it and educating about it, the better. But I think any voices that are like, we're totally boned no matter what we do. I think yeah. those need to probably be given less credence and also like we're totally fine humans are smart we're gonna figure this out no problem i think that is i i see those two groups of people as equally um incorrect we're like these are not helpful points of view and we should be like thinking about the middle group a lot more in my opinion can elon musk save the planet I mean, the dude certainly made electric cars cooler, so that's one thing. And he's also like, I, I think I don't think like single people can save the planet. I don't think he is. In the past, like four years, I think he has like very much backslid into like being a weird culture warrior, Twitter owner. Um, don't forget trading horses for uh, sexual favors. That as well. Oh yeah, or or, or uh, I think attempted horse trading, for attempted horse trading, attempted right. Like I don't I think, think that I don't think it, that yeah. equine trade went through. I think no. it got held up in customs. No. It's true. Um, it's true. But but still, like but point. I mean, he's not. So he's just a failed horse trader for sex. Whatever. Um, yeah, that's not. I'm not trying to defend the guy. I just think he, yeah. Failed horse trader. <laughs> Um, I've never no, heard I, Elon Musk described as a failed horse trader for sexual favors, but I think that's how I'll only describe him from this point on. Yeah, like doesn't he own companies? Yeah, I'm not sure, but I do know that he wasn't able to seal the deal even with a horse. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I think uh, I think if Elon Musk got really into public transportation and like better city design and uh so, so like like better battery tech like i think he he is the front runner for having a lot of potential to move the ball downfield and i would just love to see him uh focus more on battery storage and public transportation and like electric trains and you know all sorts of things instead of i would love that 
Yeah, that's and my god, like the, the like underground <laughs> Tesla escalator, death, that, like death what nightmare is happening? Tube. <laughs> yeah, god damn, that's like not even. It's just like it. Yeah, it's just it's it's embarrassing for him, and I just wish he would just get back to basics and and uh, figure out how to make trains cool. Mm-hmm. So I he did I it with of, EVs, I, like. Yeah, well, I I think it's really cool hearing about how there's all these channels that are blowing up that are all about making walkable cities or they're about making uh, cities with way better public transportation because that that does feel like an achievable direction you can move into if you have enough activism yeah. and advocacy towards. What would what would you say are like the biggest obstacles to to achieving more of that? Is it pure politics? Is it development? Because like I can tell you, Vancouver. It, we have lots of development, but they're all one point mm. two million dollar condos. There's just it's, it's just like you, you can't end the amount of like massive condos that are being built here, right? But it's not housing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, yeah, this is this is part of the the big issue of like a lot of interconnected issues where if we had better public transportation, people could like live a little further out, and if they could do that, then that would be more. Um, uh, accessible you know like i think there's there's a lot of issues kind of coming together at the same time i think better housing policy is probably important like for instance those the people who are building giant condos there's probably some kind of law on the books that's like a certain portion have to be um like like bookmarked for lower income people or you have to pay a fine but the fine is so low that the com- like these condos are just like, oh, pay the fine. Like, we'll just yeah. pay every fine. We're going to get rich assholes in here. They will more than make up our fine. You know, it's just like, yeah. I think you can you can stop condo developers from paying the fine by making the fine a million dollars. You know, like, that's just, just like ratchet, or I guess a billion. It's a bit, we've had inflation here in America, so a million dollars doesn't get you what it used to. Um yeah, but I think like like good good policies are go a long way and they just are constantly getting hollowed out by these corporate interest groups that have only one issue they need to focus on. So they like spend a million dollars on a lobbyist and they make all that money back when the lobbyist does their job and like gets a politician to hollow out a policy and then now they now the fine is really low and so now they just pay the fine and they make a million dollars the next year and a million dollars again the next year and it's like oh of course of course they would do that it's like it's even like i don't even think it's a it's like the wrong decision from their perspective oh, like it's, know, from, it's yeah from the, from their perspective if i don't do it someone else will <laughs> and, yeah and, yeah, and then they'll be in this absolutely position. <laughs> the thought process yeah, yeah. <laughs> with kids it cans free shoes motion sounds something like this Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. It's like, and, and it's also like, it's, it's, it's so rugged rugged capitalism for the lower class and like this sweetheart socialist dealings for people who need bailouts at the top it's just crazy um no but i think like i think better public transportation 
more more public representation in these meetings and just like the politicians being more afraid of their constituents i think that is like these are kind of three ingredients of the hundred ingredients that are required for us to slowly claw our way out of this car hole <laughs> car hole <laughs> um that totally made me feel what I was about to ask you. Uh you know what maybe maybe I can steer towards this. Uh what's happening with trains? Um because Oh yeah. Uh it like I feel if I was to go to the US because I love visiting America, uh I a train would smash into me. That's just kind of what it feels like from just looking at the news past couple days. A train would smash it. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> you, they... Yo, you'd you'd be lucky to find a train. We have like <laughs> six trains here. Six and they're trains. all wow. carrying coal. Well, yeah, yeah. we we our our train infrastructure is like hilariously sparse and archaic. Okay. So so for one, like we don't have high speed rail mm-hmm. to speak of in in the states, and it is it is a combination of a policy problem and a design problem, and also like the trillion dollar auto industry does not want an easy alternative to auto travel. So they're not going to be down for that. Um, and the, the, I think you're talking about the, probably the East Palestine, Ohio train. That amongst the other three that I saw over the past couple of days. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. But I, 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 I was like shocked to hear that it's actually very normal. Like apparently there's. there's I mean, like it's, a- it's a function of the archaic like tech. Like mm. we, we just don't upgrade the train technology because there isn't the funding for it because all the funding is getting sucked away into constantly rebuilding roads and bridges because guess what like they are not easy to maintain because there's like it's a massive country it's so much easier to maintain train infrastructure than car infrastructure and so there's no money for it because we are so car centric mm-hmm. so like i don't think you have to worry about being hit by a train but like that's probably like the the 50th biggest problem with trains in America, people getting hit by them. More than like, I wish that I wish that there were more trains to hit people. I guess <laughs> is what I'm saying. Like, like. So you're you're pro more trains I'm, that could potentially I'm pro yeah. people getting hit by trains is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. Well, it was a matter of time, but we got the gotcha moment, everyone. We got clip, him. Yeah. Clip it, clip it right now. Put it on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Tweet it. No, Send I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a massive train person. I love trains. I love walkable cities. I, I love uh, electric infrastructure and uh, hydroelectricity, for example. I'm, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of everything you're selling. Uh, I just, I, and I, I am I, selling it. Yeah, I'm incredibly <laughs> okay. rich from all of the electric infrastructure I've been selling lately. <laughs> um, did did you ever see those things where it's like they were proposing roads that also were solar panels? And, and then I was oh, like, oh, yeah, that seems like in theory could be good, but also just would maybe produce less than it costs in CO2 output to produce these rubber panel car roads. Yeah, what was the deal? It was like glass paneling mm-hmm. on oh, that like covered. Was this like a some fucking oh, people, viral people. <laughs> Facebook video? Like, when did we see this? Because I, so I it's people in my are already brain. saying it turned out to be quackery. <laughs> well, never mind. Oh yeah. Oh great. Wait, okay. are people? Are you seeing a chat right now? 
Oh yeah, so I have two chats. If you go to um, twitch.tv slash thesurfstv or go to uh, thesurfs.tv, there's two different chats. Okay. Uh, and and now you'll probably see them waving. What's the you. What's the chat I should be looking at, if if at all? Maybe I shouldn't oh, even be. Oh, I, hey, I'm, I I I'm not here to discriminate between one chat or another. Um, we're we're all uh, equal. Which child chatters. do you love more right now? <laughs> which would you uh, do the trolley problem for? Yeah. <laughs> and see, this is another. This is another. The trolley problem is anti-rail propaganda. It should really be the car problem. But that. But the solution is every time it's like, sorry, cars killed everybody. Both sides <laughs> of the tracks, they're all dead. All right. Yeah, I've never. I think I got. Oh, I'm getting a Mountain Dew ad. Oh, that's rad. The Mountain hey. Dew ad will be probably uh, on the Twitch site before it, it gets in there, but uh, you should be able to gotcha. see all the people talking on on the on the side there. Oh yeah, um, I got the real chat over here. I see Roller Dragon saying site chat is real. No, that's Winston Smith. Okay, cool. Wow, this is trippy. Have you? Are you, you don't stream uh, in, on on the side like every other content creator? I've tried to, I one time did like a couple YouTube lives, but like, I don't know. I don't, I don't have the massive brain power that it, I think is required of like splitting my attention span between two or three different things. I just like, I, I have, I have a one track kind of situation going and I'm like, I'm fine with that. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I think I would like to, maybe I'll, I'll get a lesson from you sometime and, oh, you, sure. and you can teach me how to do it. Yeah, I've noticed there's like a lot of really big YouTubers who all of a sudden jump into like streaming a little bit on Twitch and then Twitch goes wild for them. Although, you know, what's the most popular thing on Twitch right now is uh, AI generated TV shows. Uh, oh, yeah. There's, there's a Steam there's Tam a Seinfeld. one now. Uh, well, the Seinfeld one got taken down because it became transphobic. Oh, right. Uh, but the Steam Tams one is still up and running and is uh, is very bizarre. Uh, utter, what is strange. Steam Tams? What Steam is that? Tams is that Simpsons routine between Principal oh, Skinner, you know, gotcha. the Steam Tams. Yeah, so they're recreating that over and over, which is different things. Like instead of making, you know, crusty burgers, he's making water burgers. You know, just like the AI is changing it all the time. And this is the most popular thing no, sorry. on one of the most popular websites? <laughs> okay, so it's not one of the most popular. Actually, at its zenith, uh, the Seinfeld one had like 15,000 live viewers. That's You're cracking the top 50, I think, at that point, if you've got that wow, many. That is, yeah, for that sure. is cool. Yeah. yeah, it was until it became sentient and evil and racist. Why does AI keep doing Do you know the answer to that, Rolly? I what, absolutely <laughs> do know the answer to that because it's it's being fed on all the text that people have written and people uh, on the internet and, and, tend and to trend a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit that way. Yeah. yeah also, like, enough. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think probably the, when we get a real AI, it's probably going to be like, oh, you guys have a lot of problems. I'm going to go ahead and hang out with a, another. I'm going to make another AI and yeah. me and the AI are going to hang out yeah. and plot how we're going to fucking murder the algorithms. Yeah, Am I, I've been true. swearing a lot. Is that okay? That's fucking completely fucking fine. Uh, okay. uh, it's it's a it's a show on the internet. I like if you if you if you ever a guest on uh, the bigger ones like Majority Report or TYT. Just FYI, they also sometimes broadcast on on TV. So I've always had because I curse a lot too. I curse like a sailor. So like for me, I'm I'm always like, oh, it's really hard for me to be like Skittles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about the like the um, Fantastic Mr. Fox 
movie mm-hmm. where they instead of saying a swear word, they say the word cuss. Like if you ever cussing, do that again. I'm gonna lose my cuss. And I'm like, that's that could be fun. That could be a fun thing to try to cultivate if if I ever start streaming. To learn. I mean, you you can swear. You uh, you can't use slurs, but uh, I'm assuming you probably don't don't use too many of those in everyday life already. So. No, I would never. I would never <laughs> use a single swear anyway, or it's, slur. It's it's the only thing that Twitch really cares about. Uh, I guess that's good. If you're gonna draw a line, it's probably good to like yeah draw yeah. it in the sand of like <laughs> yeah somewhere humanity. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Set that up. Um, what's the next project? I gotta ask that. Like the next episode or the next yeah project? Well, I mean, if you're starting something entirely new, that's cool too. You don't have to give away oh, that you've got a cooking channel VR, coming baby. out. <laughs> yeah, I've got a cooking channel coming out. I cannot wait. It's called kitchen town uh no i we got a, we got a couple things like percolating including uh we're gonna try to figure out a way to do i don't think i can i don't think i'm allowed to say that we are gonna maybe do some kind of podcast i think that's okay. like kind of on the agenda um and i would like to find a way to do another kind of a parallel series that is a shorter lift, shorter lift, less lift, lower lift. That's the word. Um, what, is, what does that mean? Sorry. Like, so, so we've been putting out videos that are like 28 minutes recently. And that mm. is, is a slog. Like it's, I used to make four minute videos and now like, this is a lot more work, seven times longer. And like, it, it just takes longer to put them out. So I would like to be able to do a series that's like a faster reaction time. Um, so that's kind of getting, we're banding that around. But the next, we got a couple videos coming out that are like on the concept of food waste. That's oh. coming out soon. That's a, that's a fascinating then, topic. I, I, I do talk about how places in Europe have legislated against uh food waste for like supermarkets yeah there's there's um this is a a a complaint that i get pretty frequently and that like a lot of my stuff is really like u.s centric Mm. and i mean it is it is where i live so i know (laughs) that's about it you are an american so (laughs) yeah and like we are notoriously like globally globe blind (laughs) like we like uh, there are two countries there's america and not america Oh, these I mean, are the to, two. To, I just to be fair, that's the rest of the world too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? like, so to us, it's Canada, to and there's America. <laughs> okay, because oh, wow. y'all y'all are running the show, right? Like you got the the biggest I military, the richest My country. God. You know, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I mean, we're 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 figuring things out. Don't don't uh, don't take too much stock in what America is up to. Although that's like you know, huge economy, biggest consumer market, blah blah blah. Um, yeah, and also I'm, I'm going to try to do a thing about um, uh, vaguely on how churn and burn and disposable cell phones have gotten, smartphones, and sort of by extension, uh, like the creation of e-waste. So th- those are kind of the two topics that we're do you talk about cracking right phones? now. Uh, I, we have, I haven't written the script for that yet, but okay. if you want... I will talk about modular phones oh, for cool. you. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Well, I was gonna say they're like they 
I agree with the the sentiment that like it's wild we have this kind of like disposable consumer market where every year you make a phone and then you buy the next one the year after and then you buy the next one the year after and I was like well it's kind of harder nowadays because getting some of those minerals isn't as easy as it used to be yeah there's some coups yeah. there's some revolutions there's some whatevers but can we way, get a couple <laughs> more coups please <laughs> yeah <laughs> goddamn I mean <laughs> yeah no I mean it's 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 obviously like. We're, we are pushing up to the edge of a massive shortage in lithium, cobalt, even so, like I guess, uh, and, and water. You know, like there's there are going to be a lot of problems coming up real soon that hopefully better design of tech can alleviate a little bit, like making them more recyclable, less breakable, less di disposable. Um, well, you know, like right to repair laws, more modular. There's there's a lot of ways to push uh, producers towards the right, you know, consumer decision. Uh, I don't know. I haven't <laughs> I haven't really dug in as much as I like to on uh, on on episodes. So that one's still cooking. With the uh, and the you can see it. My cooking show, <laughs> Kitchen <you> Town. <laughs> Where do you come up with the names? <laughs> I just, I gotta, I gotta think really hard. You gotta think super hard about it. <laughs> with the food waste thing, I was gonna ask you: Is that something that can be tangibly done in other areas? Like, are you gonna set out a, a course? Because I'd love to learn how to pass something like that locally here. Yeah, I mean, so. The, the solution it turns out i think is attacking the supply chain at like six or seven points and the answers are usually pretty locally specific so there unfortunately i don't think there is some kind of one overarching policy mechanism sometimes you can be like no more waste and you figure out how to reduce it um, that can often, that can be good. That's like the, a, a smart solution, but it can sometimes lead to, um, you know, some like, oh, we're, we're just going to take the, f the food that you produced and we're just going to dump it in a landfill and like capture the minimum amount of methane from it. And that'll be that, you know, like it, it sort of breeds these solutions that are sort of just, uh, obey the letter of the law, not the spirit of the law. Mm-hmm. So it's probably going to be like, oh, if you're a producer of sorghum, it's probably better to like when you lose a, uh, like a season of crops, instead of plowing it under to like rotate and grow a different crop or something, you know, like there's probably a lot of little fixes um, that might be more uh, solution oriented. Clean up your but I'll, hopefully there will be some some deliverables and some you know, to-do items that are a little more applicable universally. Wow. If I got a transcript of that sentence, I would want to, like, slap myself in the face for it. I, <laughs> no, it was great. I heard I heard it, it coming out of my head, and I was just like, it was like I was building a track as I was, like, driving a train down it. But I'm glad to hear it. It had a period at the end, and that's technically a sentence. So it it was technically a sentence, yes. No you got to take your this. victories where you get them, yeah. <laughs> Um, I can't thank you enough for coming on. Honestly, been a fan for a long time. It's uh, of it's been thank you so much. Absolute honor to to have you on the show and and get to know. It's really the, nice, dude. How the town gets made. 
how any any town gets made the same way with a with a really dedicated population there's no there's no mayor who's doing all the work it's always the people behind the scenes um is there anything that you have not yet plugged that you want to um or just replug anything you want obviously i guess yeah if, if you haven't if you got a free 28 minutes and you want to learn about some topic that <laughs> was near and dear to my heart for six weeks and now i'm thankful that i never have to think about it for the next year uh you can go to climate town on youtube um but i i think i would plug you know what i'm gonna plug i'm gonna do one of those like time magazine person of the year is you bullshit switcheroos and i'm gonna plug you yes you <laughs> the person watching this right now the viewer i'm plugging you and i'm asking you to consider googling where your next city council meeting is happening. Just Google it, just learn where it's happening, and then consider maybe getting a friend or two together and going to it just once, just to see how it feels. Consider it. You don't have to do it, just consider it. So that's my plug. Think about getting more civically engaged if you fucking feel like it. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. It was an absolute, uh, absolute pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, and, and, and to the chats, both of them, uh, I appreciate you guys watching this and, uh, and commenting, except for those mean comments. I don't appreciate those, but everything else I was really happy about. So thank you so much. <laughs> Someone did uh, say as a, as a parting gift, um, do you have a, a, a channel about building or designing cities called Town Town coming out? Oh, wow. That's good. <laughs> Town Town. That's really good. Town town. Yes. <laughs> just I'm just recursing fold, a, a, a sword folding in on itself. This is perfect. Oh, well, thanks again. Really. It was it was a ton of fun. Of course. Thank you. Uh, obviously, all of you go subscribe to Climate Town. This is this is the channel. Oh, there it is. This is the, this is the person we were just watching, everybody. Two. Hi, I'm Raleigh Williams, climate science grad student, and surprisingly big on billiards YouTube. Do you enjoy the surfs, but prefer not to have to use your eyeballs? Many are saying this. Well, we've got the solution for you. It's the Surf Times in podcast form, available on most major podcasting networks now. If you enjoy it, please consider leaving a good review and feedback because it really helps the show out, apparently, and it's free, just like the podcast. To our gods, Xander Corvus and Peyton L. Juice. We shall spend many a generations building mighty cathedrals in your honor. To our monarch, Tom Spiker, we are but your oafish jesters, here to offer you a laugh at any opportunity. To our brave knights of the round table, Rachel Kay, Izzy Solidarity, Victoria Bell, Sebastian Demel, Mark Harmon, Benji Arnie, Scary Earth Human, Tony, DM Rivera, Resident Scarecrow, Sir Nickus, Cheryl Alvarez, Ruby Kelly, Brandon, Words Greenwood, Everything Important, Hegbird Celine, Matthew Scarborough, Stellar Vision, Ariane McCarthy, Doug Katie, Daniel Sutton, Jenna Tao, Dark Puppy, Quiet185, Anna Loves Riley, Omni, Riley and Anna, Poodlehawk, Multimondi, Trevbot EXE, Brian Ephraim, Anthropophojack, Catherine, Ramon Acosta, 
Nkosin, Ralph Parler, Violent Orchard, Political Puppy, La Media Panza, Todd Buckingham, and Todd Lajeunesse. We salute our valiant heroes off to fight injustice everywhere.